Hello. Ed Howley, creative partner of, at By All Means and uh, co-founder of, of Junior. Uh, how do I get my foot in the door? <laughs> well, uh, you could start your own uh, website called Junior Life at the Bottom and try and interview a whole bunch of um, your idols. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what I did. <laughs> yeah, so how did you get your first job? Ah, oh, good question. My first job, we um, I was working with my copywriter out of RMIT at the time, and I think we saw a a job advertised through a recruiter, and we then um, it was actually a pretty traditional approach. We sort of had a bunch of interviews and things like that. But I think one of the things that we did that helped um, get us in the door was um, the process was quite drawn out because uh, we had to meet all sorts of you know different partners in the business um, and so we kept reminding um, them of us and so like at Christmas we sent them a funny little Christmas card we went and sat on Santa's knee um, you know two two adults sitting on <laughs> Santa's knee and I think we were wearing branded t-shirts or something like it was a little bit lame but kind of helped um, a little bit sort of um, charming, I guess. Um, but yeah, it just sort of stayed on their radar um, and then eventually got the gig after Christmas. Call anybody in the creative industries and they'll have a funny story about how they got their first gig. No matter which way you go about it, getting your foot in the door of that first job can be tricky, especially now with the job market being what it is. So on today's episode of Junior, we talk to the gatekeepers of the industry to find out some tips and tricks in nailing down that first job. FYI, sitting on Santa's knee isn't one of them. Sorry, Ed. (laughs) You're listening to Junior, the podcast that celebrates life at the bottom of creative industries. I'm your host, Lockie Collie. How to get your foot in the door? Coming right up. To find out how to get my foot in the door, I started with the experts in feet. No, I'm, I'm only kidding. I started with the experts in getting a job. So I'm Courtney Robertson um, and I lead talent acquisition across the publicist group um, in Oz. The publicist group is pretty massive. So there's about 80,000 people globally. So we've got a really big network. But we have brands like Leo Burnett, Saatchi and Saatchi, Digitas, Mercibel, Marcel. There's probably, there's about... 12 different brands that our team recruits for. In other words, it's Courtney's job to find talented people to work at the publicist group. It's her job to give people jobs. Throughout this episode, you'll hear from her and Grace Dong, who also works in talent acquisition with Courtney. And yeah, we're just always on the lookout for um, talented people um, who yeah will add value to our agencies. Between them, they've seen many juniors try and get their feet in the door at Publicist Group. And they say the first thing that you need to do is get your story straight. I think it always stands out when someone is clear with what they kind of are wanting to do. I think often I talk to juniors and they're kind of like, you know, I'm open to strategy and account service and creative. So anything that you have, like that kind of is a bit of a turn off because we want you to either be passionate about client service or passionate about creative and sometimes um, faking it till you make it, it might be the best thing. Sometimes I feel like like I really don't belong here. 
like I'm supposed to be someplace else. Before I break into full Disney power ballad, as a junior, how do I find out where I fit into an agency? How do I find where I belong? I would go most anywhere to find where I belong. I think at this at this point in people's careers, um, we we get that you probably don't know what you want to do. I know when I finished, um, I studied advertising, and when I finished uni, I think I th- genuinely thought I was going to be a creative, and very quickly realised I was not talented in that area at all. Um, but it was it was good to find out on my internship what the other roles were in an agency, and I realised that my strength was probably more in the account management side and being able to manage stuff but still be in that creative environment. So I think um, trying to get those internships and understanding what different people do in an agency, you might realise I want to be in project management, I want to be in digital, um, I am actually good at creative, I want to pursue that and working out how you're going to get there. So I think trying to do that upfront work to get a clear picture so that when you do come to us, putting you forward for graduate roles, you are super clear that that is what you want to do. So we're certainly not saying you have to have your total future mapped out, but it's good to have a bit of an idea of where you want to go, just just so that we can steer you in the right direction. And There's no use looking for a job if you don't know what job you're looking for. So number one tip in getting your foot in the door is figuring out where you fit in a business. Now is the perfect time to be putting together that plan and and mapping out your story so that you're super prepped. All right, I know what job I want and I have a plan of attack. What's next? You know, going down the creative path, I'd be starting to try and put together an online portfolio of of your work and your passions. Um, And then if you're looking for more the account management route, I'd be just creating that. And I think your CV as well, that the top profile is a really important piece. Um, most recruiters only actually scan a CV for a few seconds. I know I do. So I would certainly recommend nailing your top profile and making it really clear there what what you can do and what you want to do. And then the other thing with your CV is um, they really should only be a page, particularly when you're a grad like um, when I see grad CVs that are about 10 pages long, um, yeah, that's just, well, I probably wouldn't have got to the 10th page, but um, <laughs> I think just try and refine it, get it into one really awesome page um, just so it's it's just like a really nice snapshot. The CV and folio. Your ticket to a creative job. But what do I put in my folio and what makes a good folio? This is Ask Esther, the segment where you get to ask those burning questions to legend recruiter and godmother of the advertising industry, Esther Clarahan. Today's question is from Alex, who's written in. They write, Esther, I'm putting together my graduate folio. What is the best way to go about it? So, folio, first thing, about section. It's an opportunity, especially for the copywriters. That might be the longest copy that's in the whole book. So it doesn't have to be long copy, but I, I would like to read it and go, okay, I've got the frame of who whose work I'm about to look at. Full case studies or rough scams. Now, full case studies, they better be good. 
they better be short and there better not be too many of them because if you're a student, graduate or junior, I don't want to spend hours and hours looking at your videos that you slaved over six months ago, two years ago, three years ago. I want fewer of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rough Scams shows me how you think. I like both. So put a bit of yourself in there and frame it with your... Uh, personality, experience. You are the creative director of your portfolio and you you have to put user experience at the forefront. It's not just about your projection of yourself. It is for an audience. What are they going to see? How are they going to know who you are? What? How are they going to get in touch with you? Mm. So you think about all that stuff when you're putting your portfolio together. It's not just here's my scrapbook of my work it's it's with a purpose it's it it's like a you know retail website in a way if you want a reaction from it you want you know a sale yeah dare i say how's that changed over time with uh, websites and stuff in the old days people came and showed their books now they're being looked at online so the goal most of the time now is just to get the interview yeah because they are looking at your work. They, they don't really say, yes, come on in, Lockie, bring your book. They say, send me a book. And, and, then... and then they say, well, come and see you. So you need it to do a lot of that work that um, would have happened in situ. And one of the things that I, I think is sad about that is that you don't get the feedback in the meeting like you used to. You want to get as much feedback on your work from the human in front of you as possible. So bringing a tablet, bringing a, a, a way to show your work and trying to try to steer the meeting towards going through it and getting that feedback. Oh my God, that's priceless. Mm. It's also good if they're very happy to just sit and get a, a, um, a meeting with you that's like just seeing whether we get along. Yeah, that chemistry's there. Or... That's right. So you've got to kind of go with the flow, but if you can push your work in front of them and say, I would just really love some feedback on a couple of things in this portfolio. I know you don't have time, so maybe I'll just pick one. Mm. And then, of course, you've got them. Yep. And they might get carried away and start giving you feedback. That's priceless in the meeting. And that's Ask Esther. If you have a burning question that you want to ask Esther, send us a message on the Junior Life at the Bottom Facebook or Instagram page. And while you're there, follow us and share us with your friends. So now we know what we want and we have our folio forward slash CV in order. What's next? I would would just try and find inroads as best you can and look at do they have any great internship programs um, that I can try and apply for? Um, do I have any connections there? I mean, a lot of stuff is connection-based, so definitely use those because other people will be trying to. Um, is there someone who can introduce you to someone who will introduce you to the right person? And then also just researching in terms of talent acquisition or people and culture pe- people in that Um, place that you want to work and I would target them and in a nice way I mean people that are are persistent but in a friendly you know non-aggressive way we will we will pay attention to but I think people that um, hassle us expectantly 
that was pretty thin. Yeah, it sounds like there's a there's a few stories there. Um, how do I go about being keen and, and persistent without being pushy? Maybe just dropping like a, a little note to just say I'm here when you guys are ready to hire again and not, not being pushy and being like, let's have a video call or things like that. I think sometimes it's a bit of a turn off, just being like, here's my CV, like reach out if you ever need me. Um, it's always nice. Um, I, I remember um, an example like of this girl who um, we ended up interviewing but the role fell through but she was great and she and she actually reached out to like a few different people just in Leo Burnett um, directly through LinkedIn and they all ended up forwarding her message to us so then we obviously noticed her and we connected with her and then ended up um, we had her in our talent pool and reached out to her later down the track for a junior role yeah so I think doing things like that um, but obviously not annoying everyone in the agency but just reaching out to I think say like a senior designer if you're wanting to move into the design team is always a good start as well so far we've gotten a plan in place we've sorted out our folio and cv we've been persistent in using our connections to make inroads does that mean we've done it I've, I've finally got a job. Oh, wait. I've forgotten about the final step, the interview. I think with any kind of junior role, what we're really looking for is um, that sort of passion um, and authenticity. We appreciate that people don't really have a lot of experience. Um, so it is more about how you present yourself and um, your enthusiasm and, and knowledge that you've um, done some research around the industry. Um, and that you know what you want. And then <laughs> if you are lucky to land an interview, I think people sort of like to feel kind of wanted and flattered. So show that you've done your homework, check out their LinkedIn profile, maybe try and drop in a subtle reference to, I noticed you went to X yeah. uni, tell me about it. Yeah, that would be sort of pre-interview and, you know, really obvious things like make sure you're on time and stuff like that. And I think as well, um, don't feel bad if you get rejected. I mean, I wouldn't be worried if you get knocked back. I'm sh I know a lot of um, people talk about that, that they were rejected a lot in the beginning. So I certainly wouldn't see that as a, as a reason to stop trying. And never get your parents to do anything for you. <laughs> That's also big snow. We're all, we're all adults now. the greatest parents anyone could have but I, I gotta know all right I'll stop with the Hercules references not because they're cheesy mainly because I don't have the rights to the songs so what have we covered in today's episode one before we go sticking our foot in the door anywhere we need to get our story straight figure out what your goals are and make a plan of how you're gonna get there two Get your folio forward slash CV in order. Make it short and to the point. And think about what it's for. Remember, it's a sales pitch for you. And three, use your connections and be persistent in a nice way. And the final step is passion and enthusiasm. But you already have that, don't you? You're listening to this podcast after all. That's all for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast around with your friends. You can also join the Junior community on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search Junior Life at the bottom. 
Amazing people like Tamara, Brandon, Kevin and Marty have all written in with questions. So if you have a question, don't be shy. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a message on socials. Thanks this week go to Courtney Robertson and Grace Dong from Publicist Group. You can find the Publicist Group's internship programs and opportunities on their LinkedIn page, Publicist Group Careers Australia. Thanks also goes to Ed Howley, Esther Clarahan, Eliza Katsarakis and Abby Richmond. I'm Lucky Collie and this has been Junior, celebrating life at the bottom.